Welcome to War Games. We will get you ready for your next sales opportunity. Are you looking to win the sales battle? You have joined the right team. Here on the War Games Group, we take the strategies and mindsets from the most successful salespeople and share it with you. With our help, you won't have to fail your way to the top. When it comes to crossing the minefield of sales, step in the footprints of those that crossed before you. Prepare yourself for boot camp and beyond. It's time for War Games to begin. Happy Wednesday, War Gamers. Joe Ingram here. I am excited to let you know that we have Mike Mall coming on to our show today. He helps marketers charge what they're worth and remove themselves from daily operations. So he also did say it's going to be hit or miss whether or not he's going to have lights on um, due to uh, life down in Mexico. But um, he's going to share with us today. Let me throw a couple VIPs up on the screen. So we can say, hey, hey, there they are. Uh, Mike is going to come on and show us how to build simple business systems to make hiring more successful. And one of the things we have issues with as a population of entrepreneurs is giving up the reins and handing something over to someone else to say, here, could you help me with this and go through? And how do we hire the right person? How do we make sure we could i'm assuming whether it's going to be a virtual person or a live person is your system set up to actually help you to do that so i would like to do that now mike welcome to the hey, war game welcome. show we are live and out there i've also got us popped up over here off the side of TikTok. so we get some people over there uh tyler d preston he's already here he was here before we started so we got this. Joe West is in the house and a random Facebook user, which for the longest time was me. And so because because Mark Zuckerberg and StreamYard were fighting and they wouldn't let me be known. So as Debbie could attest, I yeah. I would enter the show as anybody I felt like it. So and yes, Tyler, I can see you out there on uh, YouTube as well. So. And Netta, look, Joe's better half, right? <laughs> She's there. So fantastic. Let me move us around on the screen here like this. And I say, Mike, you jump over, take on over here. So I would love to know just a little recap as far as what have you been up to? What are you doing? Um, we got connected through uh, LinkedIn and some people that recommended you highly. So I wanted to say let's, let's talk about Mike for a few minutes before you jump in and tell us how to do this. And we are live all the way out in Norway. So Love it. You're, you're now like all over the world. So <laughs> let's go through. So Perfect. fantastic, Mike. Great. Well, I'm coming. Yeah, I'm coming at you live from Mexico, like I was saying a little bit in the pre-show. Um, I've been fully remote for the past three years, kind of floating around Europe and Mexico and the, and the U.S., which has been a fun journey. And I, you know, it's a place where I always dreamed of getting to, but never actually thought I could do it. Um, I came from kind of a just barely finished high school background and didn't quite fit into the university college situation. Um, I worked for an insurance company for a long time. And then I discovered marketing, which is not what I ever expected to do, not anything that I ever prepared myself for or even had the thought cross my mind. Um, but I kind of stumbled into a situation that allowed me to test it, to try it out. And it turns out that that's my thing. So I, I was really, it was really, really nice to find that, um, you know, even in, in my late 20s. And so, yeah, so I've had a marketing agency for the past nine years. It'll be a decade in March. Um, and we've kind of gone everything from, we started off in the e-com space, and then that kind of went a little crazy with drop shipping. And we've primarily been in the lead generation space since then. So for the past, let's call it five and a half years, we've been running boring ads for boring businesses to get their phone to ring. That's what I, <laughs> that's what I like to say. Um, and then along the way, about a year and a bit ago, I had a number of people in my network just start to reach out and saying, hey, I'm kind of at, you know, this level in my agency and my company and what I'm trying to do, you know, how, well, how would you help me get to the next level? And I, 
really hadn't thought about it because I just went through the process testing and iterating and mostly failing, but kind of coming out the other end of it. And, and what I realized is over almost a decade of, of doing something, you just accumulate a lot of knowledge. So it took me a while to wrap my head around how to actually tell people to do these things rather than just doing them as I was naturally doing them. Um, but that led me to starting to, to offer coaching over the past few years. And I have found that to be my, my passion and the thing that actually drives me more than running an agency. And so I split my time kind of about 30% agency and 70% coaching these days. Um, and it's a great little mix, but um, yeah, that's me. That's fantastic. And me being, I look just like Brad Pitt over the phone. So I, I would enjoy when people get those leads to come through the phone. That to me is amazing because that's what I, my company, that's what we go in and train on is getting the virtual people to buy something. So, but, so that's fantastic because again, I, if you look at it, you built the life you wanted to, and now you're calling the shots. And I was going to say, probably all of us that are on this now and the ones out there, we're all doing something that we never thought we were going to do when we went through school, right? Whether we were and the, by definition, entrepreneurs don't do well in a college system. Okay. It's like, no, no, no. You're trying to train me to be an employee. I don't want to do that. And so that makes perfect sense. So if you're looking, so um, a lot of the people that are on the call that are, that are watching and uh, will be hitting us up on the replay, they are the solo entrepreneur okay or like i've had several people recently that came up and go okay how do i get out of doing every step in my business and so somebody today called and goes well we're gonna get prospecting done for you and do this and that and i was like i don't do the prospecting now and they're like they're like oh and i'm like so that was a wrong opening line because you didn't ask me anything but um so how would we go about making sure because like you said so, and I believe a lot of us can resonate with the fact that we're really good at what we do, not necessarily are we great at training what we do, because it's our overall experience that have taught us what we can and can't do. Now, I love training and I love, I can take the big complex stuff and drill it right down. And so like my bride, who's up at the top there, she's always that way. She says, um, well, I know what to do, so just do it. And that was the training method <laughs> and it was like okay but nobody can can do this right and they're like we need to know what are the steps what are that so how how is it that you transitioned into being able to define what you need to do because when you're lost in the fact that you just know it okay and one of the things that i i commend you for is that what i found is all of us once we know something and now we know it. it's no longer a mystery. We discount ourselves as having that knowledge because we obtained it. And other people are looking going, wait, 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 I, how did you get to that point? How did you do that? And you're like, that's easy. I can give that away to you. And you're like, what? <laughs> and then other people come in and go, why are you giving this away? This takes years for people to learn. And you're like, oh, yeah, it does, doesn't it? And then, but we discount it. So kudos to you to say there is a skill set and a marketing capability that I can handle and go through. So how did that, how did that transition happen? Because it's here yeah, more than anything. For sure. So it was, it was an extremely messy transition. I came from an extremely, I came from a scarcity mindset all the way through. I didn't have entrepreneurial influence. I, you know, moved out and became self-sufficient at 17. I was always kind of just scraping together, you know, how do I make it month to month? And then you build up a little bit and you're like, great, I've got this tiny buffer, but what happens if, what happens if? And I think when you're in that mindset, you need to feel like you're the smartest person in the room. You need to be the best at each thing that happens within your organization. Um, and what ends up happening and what happened to me was it created a ton of self-sabotage uh, in that I was, you know, driving people away. I was driving good people away. I was not letting people do what I brought them on to do. I was, you know, I, I was, I was a really crappy leader for, for a long time. And then I, I had this conversation. It was really, you know, really a moment, an epiphany, whatever you want to call it. And, and it was around a conversation that said, 
okay, there's these, if you had 10 things that you were doing inside your organization, um, you know, what are you the best at? What are you an eight and a half to nine at right now that drives the business forward? And I said, being on phone calls, strategically selling, that's what I'm great at. You know, next past that is like getting people to get on that call with me. And those two things drive, as you know, in sales, you know, almost everything. And so the, the argument was, okay, great. So if that's the case, what are you a level two out of 10 or a level three out of 10 at? And that was like, great, administration, following up with stuff, uh, sending an invoice. Like, dude, there was so, so many attention to detail things that I didn't really realize. But when I went to go do them, I had this like pent up frustration before the task even started. And they said, the, the person I was speaking to said, why do you spend your time getting from a level three to a level five on things that you're never going to like? You're always going to procrastinate doing and things that aren't actually driving the business forward versus spending your time making you making your eight and a half, eight, nine out of 10 closer to a 10. And it really hit me of like, wait a minute, if even even a 10 percent improvement on the things I'm the best at are exponential growth in my company. So that really like caused me to pause and say, wait a minute why am I forcing myself to be the smartest at these, this and this and that? When I clearly wasn't, it was ego driving me to say I have to be that and really just handcuffing people's ability to do work. And when I had that realization, I realized I had a really big problem, <laughs> a really big one, and that I had to really flip the entire thing on its head um, and figure out how to properly delegate, how to build proper systems. Um, so that was kind of the catalyst of it. Oh, you're on mute. <laughs> Joe, you're muted. Yeah, I was looking. I'm like, it pops up here and goes, hey, dummy, get yourself off mute. Yeah. And so, but um, so here on War Games, we have a saying as far as ego stands for edging gross out of whatever deal you're, you're putting together. And so um, I like that you said that it was the ego part that says I'm going to hold on to everything. And I try to get rid of a lot of stuff and it's just. I think my biggest kick point is it's not exactly the way I want it. And so I'm going to hand it off to somebody. I'm going to get 75 or 80%. And I will be the first one to tell you that I will say done is better than perfect, except if I'm doing it. Okay. <laughs> Cause then it needs to be perfect. <laughs> and so I, I fight with that internal drama all the time. And so, but how would one get to that point? Cause like you said, you realized, on a two or three, right? So I wrote down, what am I an eight or nine at? Um, and that's difficult because I'm a 10 at all things. But yep. so <laughs> you can tell the crew knows who, who's here. But uh, when you look at that, that's exactly what I look at. And I love that thought because now when I look back, instead of thinking the tens, right? And go, what am I a 10 at? Then if I add the eight and nines, I just added more material that I can put out on social media and I can go put it out overall to say, here, let's go. Cause like, like we're live out on YouTube as well. So somebody's going to stumble across and go, Hey, there's Mike, right? Let's go grab, let's go talk to Mike somewhere. And then you can get to that point. But so you, you figured out the twos and threes, you got to that point. How do you get to the point of actually letting go of what you're going to about to hire somebody for? Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and I, um, there's actually a simple exercise of the evaluation that leads perfectly into the next step. So I'll go through it very quickly, but uh, this is something I do with all of my clients. And there's so many interesting things that we unpack with this exercise. Um, so uh, I don't even remember where this came from, but what you do is you take a look at your calendar, take a look at the last 30 days, write down every single thing that you did throughout those days, every single thing, don't skip it. I, you know, once a week, twice a week, I go in and I look at, you know, pending invoices. Um, I send invoices. I follow up with this. I check in on this dashboard. I check my emails, everything that you do and the frequency that you do it at. What you then do when you have that giant list, it should be 30, 40, 50 items. You then create four columns in a table and they should have a dollar value at the top of them. $1, $10, $100 and $1,000. And then what I want you to do is grab every single task and I want you to put them, I want you to assign a value to them based on the value of moving your business forward. 
And what you're going to find is 80 to 90% of the tasks that you do are going to fall into the $1 and $10 columns. The things that like are repetitive, mundane, doing with a high level of frequency, but don't move the business forward. So call that 90%. And then you're going to have 7% or $100. And then 3%, so like one or two things are going to be in that $1,000 column. So outlining that first, and then taking the stuff in your $1 and $10 and putting them in groups, groups of creative work, groups of I need a specific skill set to complete that task, um, things that are administrative that are simple that anybody can do. And then take a look at the groups and decide, you can know in that moment which ones cause you the most friction and which ones that you don't want to do. And those groupings of tasks are the ones that you get rid of first. So now you know a little bit more about who it is that you need to bring in to start alleviating the tasks from your plate. So that's kind of phase one. That's, that alone makes your visit to War Games worth it. So there you go. That is coming in. I so agree. That That's worth so much because that is so true. Most of my frustration is in the $1 um, group and 90% of my time is in $1 group. And so I love it. I fucking love it. <laughs> awesome. And then, and then what I, I do, so, yeah, it was yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then what I do before I actually create the processes, which I'll, I'll go through, but there is a middle step that I think is critical because you might not be the person to create the process for everything. Now, you do want to create processes for the things that you know enough about and you have the control over. So you want to give that to some of the people entering your organization. But what I actually love to have created within a company is called a customer excellence document. And what that document does so it's usually four to seven pages, give or take. And the first page is similar. It's kind of a chart again. And the chart looks like there's five, four or five columns. And so for me, the columns of an agency is, you know, someone discovers that they have this need. That's part one. The second part is someone discovers us. The third one is someone inquires with us. The fourth one is someone signs up and moves forward. And the fifth one is, um, what happens after they sign up? So within that's kind of like every stage that someone could enter within, you know, from the consideration to we're, we're working with them on a regular basis. Within that, I have bullet points of every single thing that happens. So in, in the consideration phase, when they're kind of, you know, they find our website, they have these frustrations and they're reading our content. They find this call to action that tells them what to do next. They fill out the contact form on the website. Then this, then you know, then Mike emails them about a sales call. Da, 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 da. They sign up. All the onboarding processes. They're onboarded with us, and then you know, our whatever we do as part of a deliverable on a monthly basis. What I then do is I take every single bullet, and each section has at least one page. So the discovery, the the lead, they become a lead. Each one has a page, and each bullet. Is, is on its own. And what I do with that bullet is I say, what does an amazing customer experience look like that's related to this topic? So for example, um, you know, somebody fills out a contact form on the website. So what is an amazing customer experience from there? They are, they are left with very clear instructions on what comes next and have some kind of automated message or some kind of automated flow hit their inbox. So I can give that task to somebody within the company and say, hey, I, this is what I want to happen. Now, I might not build the technical back end, but it's there. But that isn't enough. So that's, you know, column two is like, what is the actions that happen that makes a great customer experience? But just like anybody who has ever been, I'll call it, stuck inside of a giant organization that's not run well, we often look at these things that the, the, the boss or the leadership or the process wants us to do. And we say, why are we doing that? Like, why is this important? Like, what's the point of that? And the amount of times that I was faced with, I don't know, that's just how it works. It was like, I, that's not enough for me. It drove me crazy. So the third column is why? Why do I feel like this is creating the best customer experience? And this is where you get, let people understand where you're coming from. So why do I want this to happen? Well, because they probably discovered us through Google 
And if we don't interact with them right away, think about how many times you filled out a form on a website and you're like, I don't know, when are they gonna get a hold of me? What are the next steps? What's gonna happen? Well, when I don't know what's going on next, you haven't given me anything to move forward with. I might just go fill out that form on multiple other websites because I don't know what's, so now we've lost their attention because they don't care about us yet. They have no idea who we are. They've just, they read enough. They said, oh, this sounds great. So I want them to get a thing that says, hey, someone from our sales team will contact you within the next 24 hours. By the way, if you want to check out some information on this, here's a blog that explains how this works. Or here's a video that shows what this is. If you want to go watch it, go ahead. We'll be in touch shortly. So, so that's like reinforcing for them. There's something coming down the pipeline. There's something coming next. Maybe I should just stay here and wait for it. So when whoever's building that process, when they understand that why, it becomes very easy for them to be motivated to move that process forward. So I actually create the what I need to happen and the why for every single step as my kind of the second piece, because I might not be able to create the best process to do that, but somebody coming in with an expertise and a skill set, if they know exactly what I want my experience to look like, they can then build that with that guideline. I had to check, see if I was muted before I jump in. <laughs> I was like, okay, check. Okay, you can talk. Yeah. So when I look at that, okay, so I mean, I sit back and I say, wow, that in and of itself is a product that can be sold. The, you know, the SOPs, but I think the unique part about the, your version is you added the why. And so one of the things that like for me, when I go in and I'm running something for someone, uh, like for example, if I, if I'm going to build out phone scripting for people on the phone, I'm not the guy who hands you a script and yells at you to repeat it until you can say it. My answer is, look, we wrote it this way because of this. Here's the psychology behind it. This is how it's going to automatically lead the person to an appointment and go through. And so what I believe, because once you have the psychology behind it, you get buy-in from the people that have to execute it and go in. So I love that your answer was you added the why. Because if you don't understand from the top, what is happening, right? Like everybody says, have a vision so large that everybody else's vision fits underneath it. And they, so whatever they're trying to get out of life will fit in the vision you're building. But there's great to have a vision, but if there is no why backing each piece along the way, and I'm like, you just gave me so much homework. It's not even funny right now. I'm like, what, what? Yeah. Now we got to go list off all the, the $1, $10, $100,000 tasks. Right. And then I got to build out. This is the overall one. But like Netta, Netta runs a very large dealership. So for her, what is the ideal scenario when somebody finds your page? What is the ideal scenario when they click to submit a form and then to look at it and say, OK, now that it is, what is the ideal scenario and why do I want it to happen this way? Yeah, I mean, that's fantastic. And stop and look. I mean, we're all going, this is great. And we're all legitimately successful right in what we do and to sit back and you come out and go hey guys what about this and we're like oh. yeah so awesome. all right okay i'm done interrupting you i'm just giving you a chance to breathe no, that's yeah. great i love it i love it and i i have a bad habit of just like going on a rampage with speaking so i i'm, I'm purposely like i'm gonna shut up for a sec and let someone else say something so yeah and debbie you can jump in whenever you want brian Brian's been jumping in and out just because he's got some internet issues. But. Yeah, I just concur what you said because it's almost like just with, with other things in life when if you just really think it out, um, what you said is ingenious, but it's really pretty self-explanatory. You know, if you really break it down into bite-sized pieces, what do you want to do for your company that you're really good at and that's selling? So you now are making sure that you put the right people in the right places so you can go level 10 on selling and, and growing. So, you know, I just, it was beautifully said and I love what you're doing and it does. And I, I really like checking out 30 days on your calendar and saying, here's where I'm spending my time. And then like everyone else said, you're in these, these two columns when really you want to be at the last, at the end, you know? So good job. Yeah. I love it. Love it. Awesome. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you missed that mute button again. You're slacking. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that was so great. Yeah. <laughs> Beep. Yeah. 
So let's pull it back up. Michael, welcome. Hey, what's up? So, yeah, but I, I agree. So Debbie's known for that kind of language, mm -hmm. though. Debbie, so Debbie, Debbie. a lot on her live. I'm I love, so I'm glad a, that you guys I, were recording this because uh, earlier today, my used car manager was in my office and she was telling me, I don't know what to delegate. I have so much on my plate. She literally comes in at nine o'clock in the morning and she's healed from 9 p.m. And she has all these employees. But we both feel and she I was telling her that I feel also that if I do it myself, it's a lot faster than teaching or giving it to someone else to do it. And so I know how she feels. She's like, if by the time I teach him how to do it, then I I would have been done. But then what would that bring? Then that would be forever that. And and what you say is true. And there's a big difference between teaching someone and documenting for someone. And that's, that becomes the difference. And I think a lot of people get stuck in the, I ha, when I have to train somebody, um, when I have to train somebody, it creates this, time and energy friction and if i if that person goes away they don't work with us anymore training the next person is going to be a nightmare so and i did run into that and so what i started figuring out is like what is the business system documented so simply my mother can do it and i literally use my mother to validate my business systems now it's a <laughs> hilarious exercise so so the way that i really the way that you buy back your time ultimately is to take the knowledge out of your brain a lot of people get really overwhelmed by that idea because you're like i have so much information i have so much knowledge and often when we go to tell somebody we have we have the skill set out of 10 the knowledge sorry out of 10 but we start at we start at step four because one through three is so automatic for us and so you really have to test your systems against people that have no idea how to do what it is that you're asking them to do, because then you've built a self-sufficient training model that any new person coming in can actually come and do. And, you know, my most, my most recent, um, my most, what is that? Uh, not hire. She was already hired, but I, so I'm, I don't know my words. Mentor. Promoted her. Yeah. So my publicist a year ago, my publicist was my house cleaner. And a month ago, my publicist became my operator for my entire business because she possessed a skill set. And we just, we just gave, and like, she's, she's, to never, learn. she's never worked within an agency before. She's never done this type of work. And she's running my entire company operationally right now. Destiny, shout out. She was, she was the one that actually reached out to you guys. So, or one of the people that reached out. So, um, so the way that. Right now. That's uh, excited. Yes. So the way that I think about a system, and I think a lot of people think when I start building this, it's going to be this uncontrollable monster with us never, ever, ever going to end. And it can be until you simplify and organize it. So I don't use any high-end tech. I use a combination of Loom, which is a video screen recording app where your little face goes in the corner, and I use Google Docs. That's it. So I pay $12 a month for my entire operational SOP system. Wow. And so the way that I do it is I start with a master page that says everything within this process, here's every single component of it. So within my coaching business, what has to happen, right? So there needs to be, uh, there needs to be brand. So that's like website, that's the brand guidelines, that's all that stuff. There's marketing there's sales, there's onboarding of customers, and then there's ongoing customer management. So in, the, in, that, in that operational doc, those five, that's it. There's those five things. And so from there, what are all the things that are included within them? And we don't, I don't go into a lot of detail. I just write kind of like, what are the five steps? So somebody comes on board, what happens? They say, heck yes, um, we need, you know, the administrative team needs to be notified. They need to send them a contract. They need to send them an invoice. They need to set up a client portal. They need to get our first meeting booked. That's it. So those are the pieces of that. And then all we do is for each of those components, those will link out to another Google Doc where we go in depth on how that thing works. Now, writing out every step is important, but I think the, the thing that works the best in my opinion is long form instructional video. 
the reason I go video over written almost every single time is there are nuances and there are thought patterns that you possess that are very hard to write. So you can say, you know, you go into Google Drive, you look for this folder, here's a link to the folder, um, you duplicate this, you change the person's name, you grab this link, you put it here, and you know, okay, great, those are the six steps that happen, but, but what about the variables, right? Are you gonna write down every single variable? Like if they, you know, depending on the type of contract, you would do A, B, and C, like you, you can, but it's very cumbersome. So what I like to do is just record anywhere from five to 15 minute long videos of me following those steps and giving a deeper explanation and my thought process and historically problems that we've seen or challenges that we've faced so that that person can not only know A, B, and C because they knowing A, B, and C is okay, but kind of going deeper again, knowing the why, knowing the subtleties, knowing those little pieces below the surface can really help somebody jump into a role very quickly and have less questions. And so, oh, sorry, is no. someone gonna jump in there? Okay. Um, so it's always, to me, it's always a one-two punch. And the beautiful thing about Google Docs is you can create that spider web of, of links to, to everywhere it needs to go, um, you know, including log, you know, step one, log into this site. Here's a link to the site, go through this, go through that. And, and what you'll find what I typically do as my primary exercise in doing this is I do a voice recording without looking at my computer by memory. And I hold my phone up on the voice dictation and I say, okay, step one, uh, you do this. And then you go here and you click on that. And step two is da, 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 da. And I do it without any visual uh, help of my computer or what I'm actually executing. What I then do is I listen to the recording and I type out every step that I dictated, one step after another. And then I, I look for gaps. I look for areas where I may have missed something like, oh, okay, well, I didn't say it, but what I meant was you do this and then that, but you didn't say the second part. So you find those gaps in the process. Then you take that same thing and you use that step-by-step, -step, you put it in a split screen and you follow that step in a video format. You're not dictating at this point, you're just, Again, you're clicking through the steps that you've written down because what's going to happen when you do it, when you do strictly vocal, then written, then video, is you, you, find, you find all the errors because the rules are you're not actually allowed to do anything beyond what you said in the voice note. And you're not allowed to do anything beyond clicking the button you said to click in the written instructions. So you cannot make any assumptions and you can't take anything a step further. And so once you've gone through that, that cyclical process like two times, you've kind of closed the gap on all the problems or all the things that you forgot about or you didn't identify as, as an actual step. Then the fun part, and I, I literally use my mom because it's kind of a fun thing that we do, but find somebody that has no idea about this product service industry, have them watch the video, have them read the instructions, and then be on a Zoom call watching them execute the process for you. Because someone who, who doesn't have the critical or strategic thinking skill to maybe make an assumption about your next step, they're gonna fill in the gaps that you don't know how to fill in or you're incapable of filling in. And I don't like to bring in somebody that has the base skill set because Again, they might make some of the same assumptions and move some of the same processes forward without really identifying them as missed versus my mom who's like, I don't, I don't understand. It says do this and then do that. Well, I don't see that. I don't understand what this means. And they're like, great, you've really filled in the gap on that. And then once you've done that process, you've basically, and sorry, mom, but you've made a foolproof system now because anybody can do it and they don't have to have that base skill set. Do I think the addition of that to my system building process has actually probably been the most impactful um, because now someone like who used to clean my house can jump in and become my publicist in a week. Hey, go watch every single video. Here's, here's every system that you need. Here's every process. Here's every script. Here's every whatever. And she just goes and we, you know, it was about an hour of training, her watching everything and she was off to the races. So like that, the power of that, I've purchased that time back forever 
even if she leaves and I bring someone new on who's not quite as good or maybe doesn't have quite the same experience, they're probably going to be able to figure this out. And right. so that, that's been a huge unlock for me. No, that, again, that alone, that one segment is enough right? <laughs> to say, wow, what value. When you look, um, so one of the things that you brought up was the video. Um, so with video, you can convey the audio, the visual for those learners, and they can pick up for the kinesthetic people, they can pick up the emotion or the feeling you have behind it. So you hit all three learning styles. And so, and what I like about that is if I sent the video over and I said, okay, Michael, you're going to, I'm going to send you this video. That's Michael, you're Mike, right? So I go to, to Scarcella and I go, hey, here's the videos. I want you to go watch it. And I want you to come back and show me that you can do it. It doesn't matter how many times he watches it to get it because it's his understanding level that he has to get through. So I don't have to go, you got to watch it three times so that I feel comfortable right? And go through, it's going to be great. Now he goes in, he can watch it at any point that I get, I get the little brain fade that goes on and I go, dang, what was that I'm supposed to do with, with this part again? And then you jump back in and go through. So that, do that alone. Cause right now, everybody, the biggest trend now is virtual assistants. Grab yourself a virtual assistant. And with that alone, you can go in and build an army of virtual assistants that will be cost effective for you. Now the world's so much smaller that you could go in and take care of a lot of the stuff that you want because you've got the video, you've got what you're looking for and you've got what's there. That's yeah. amazing. And the addictive part is you start to find other areas of your life to deploy this. Like I don't, I'm a full-time traveler, so I stay three to six months in a given place, and then I, I'm just in a different country all the time. And I hate researching apartments. I hate researching neighborhoods. I hate everything. I, I have a video SOP for like people who are like travel-obsessed who can't go. And I do have a VA who literally dreams up my travel. I have Pinterest boards. I have like neighborhood requirements. I've got checklists of what I need in the apartments. I've got literally everything. So I come back with like, hey, Here's the flight itinerary options. Here's the places you could go. Here's the four Airbnbs. Here's the this. Here's the cultural events happening. Um, like I delegate just about everything that I can these days, and it's 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 a bit of a game for me. And anything I don't like doing now, I literally just delegate, and it's really fun. <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay, so one of the things so I'm going to go put up on the screen for you. This is the best place to find you for anybody that uh, yeah. wants to reach out to you. So. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. I think one of the best comments so far, right, was Tyler said, I'm pretty sure I just learned how to run a business in 30 minutes. <laughs> okay. And I mean, I'm like, I agree. And for all of those of us that have the business, we just learned how to revamp everything <laughs> in 30 minutes. And so Tyler wants to know where he should send the check <laughs> right, to you for that one. And Charles Coachman, welcome. And so, um, wow. That was phenomenal. I'm going to open it up to the VIPs on the screen. If you have a question, anything else? Otherwise, Mike, you want everybody go to mikemall.com to or .co. Sorry, stop. Don't put the M there. Right. It could, um, the guy, the guy who owns .com would not give it up. Yeah, I get I it, but we've been at it. He's a programmer out of Vancouver, BC. We've talked many times about social handles and domains. It's it's not nice. <laughs> yeah, they, mine was a realtor who got out of the realtor game for joeingram.com. He got out of the game, but held on to his domain. And I would, I just kept sending them emails going, ready yet? Are you ready yet? Are you ready yet? But no, he just didn't. He still never gave it up. So now I have to put the Joe Ingram as a website for me now. But that just adds more ego. Yeah. And, so you um, are the D. That's true. It's a true thing. But I don't want to be the real Joe Ingram. That's played out. So... Any questions, VIPs? Because he's drilled it right now. I just want to say, it's, it is, oh, I think, I just think it's very cool that you're using the video instruction to train people. Because not only like everything that Joe said, being able for any type of learner, you know, whether they're visual or they're audio or, you know, whatever, it's also you being able to put emphasis on certain things that in a written way, 
you wouldn't necessarily, you might just read over it, but you can emphasize with the fluctuation in your voice on stuff. But anyway, I've really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. I've learned a lot. Thank Thanks. Thanks. Right. Like click, click on P7, right? And if it's written, then I may be going P7 on my keyboard, right? <laughs> it's got, it's no, it's going nowhere. And you're like, I said, click on it. It says click on it. And they're like, well, how do I, do I use a pen and I click on my keyboard? No. But because I, I always say that a confused mind will never click submit on your website, which goes back to what you were saying before, is that if they don't know what's supposed to happen, they continue shopping as opposed to waiting. And so and I always say, how many times did we get someone to our site? And because of the lack of ease or explanation, they leave our site. And so yeah. that's to me, I'm like, oh, okay, great. Make it as simple as possible. And I like that. And that's for you. That's what you brought in for us, Mike. So that's fantastic. Awesome. With no more questions, I want to give Mike back the rest of his day because he can go out in the sun and chill out. Because I don't know if there's. Thank, Thank you so much. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for having me. He needs to go delegate some stuff. <laughs> Right, exactly. He's like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna delegate a thank you email for this. Debbie, it's all it's it's all delegated already. Trust me. It's done. <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm completely addicted. I I I have the I'm forever grateful, but I have the blessing of of working around 15 hours a week now, um, and so it's like everything that I could not do and get off my plate, I've done it. Because I, I became addicted to it, and it's uh, yeah. yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, because really, if I understood you correctly, in the very beginning of this business, you were really kind of a control freak a little bit, right? I don't want to call you a freak, but you know, but I mean, you did. You didn't want to like give it off to people because you wanted it to be done this this certain way. And now you've gone from that to the delegation master. It was right. extreme. I I was a really shitty leader a really shitty boss because i had so much of my self-worth bundled up in and i think it was because again that scarcity mindset and so for me it was like if this comes crashing down i'm not going back to the corporate world and i don't have a backup plan and i don't have anything i feel like i could fall back on so it was really like i was just desperately trying to hold on to anything that was security anything that was consistent revenue. And I felt in order to do that, I needed to be in control of everything. So yeah, I was a nightmare for a while. For sure. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like your honesty. Thank you uh, for sharing. But that means you woke up, right? That means there's there's chance for the rest of us to wake up from the nightmare yeah, of, yeah. of being a crappy boss. Of control freaks and perfection. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yes. I'm going to have to really work on that one. Yes. It's so funny. I, I was talking to our um, regional GM yesterday and he says, you have your thumb on them and then tell them, go do what you need to do. How? How are they going to do it if your thumb on us? And then he just, like, moved everything around. I was like, go do it. Go do it. But I'm holding on to everything. And I was like, that is so Aww. true. I do that. I do that. So, but she does like the micromanage. Yeah. Yeah. We're all that learning. the rest of us. I actually yeah. had a sales opportunity where someone actually gave me that, and I saw it for the first time, where I had a Google sheet, and they said, all right, you got to go through this. And it, just to get the job, I actually had to go through it and be able to show that I was understanding it. And having it there is definitely a great motivation. I don't know why I haven't really been implementing it myself, so definitely going to start using that for sure. Awesome. Yeah. I agree. Exactly. But what, it, so Brian and I have a friend that um, – has a company that does the the online videos and testing and things like that. But one of the things when I used to sell that was I used to tell all the employers, well, what if you could decide early before you hire somebody if they're actually going to follow your instructions or not? And it was like, great, you're at an interview. I'm going to schedule your second interview, but I'm going to give you this login and password. Go in here and watch these two videos, answer the questions. And then we'll talk about it when you come back for the second interview. Then you can log in and see what they did and if they did it or not. So if they come back and go, they look at you and go, yeah, I loved it. It was great. Yeah, it was, you know, the Google Doc was fantastic. And you're like, you pull it up and you're like, well, it says here you never once logged in. <laughs> so I, right now, not working here, right? Or they come in. But let's say somebody comes in and just watches it four or five times. And it takes them a couple times to test out with all the tests. 
to, to pass, then you go, well, at least they didn't give up. I mean, that's somebody I'd rather have on my team that says, I'm not going to get, you know, miss this opportunity because I can't do this. And they learn. And so, but again, the simplicity of just put the video together, right? And let's not make it easy, people. You got to document everything. Okay. Like he said, you got 30 days of documenting all your stuff to see who I'm going to delegate stuff out to. Like Debbie has a producer for her show that she can delegate some of the stuff to. And then she but I don't want to learn. I don't have any interest in it. Right. You do that so I can focus on what I enjoy doing. Yeah. So I would also pose in that scenario is have the producer document what they're doing for your show. So should anything happen, you can give a video to somebody else to do that exact same there thing. There you go. And yeah. we can't deny that when Mike originally, I mean, it is an investment of time in the beginning to do all of this, to get the video set and ready. But I mean, like you said, it's more than paid for itself in your time and investment of your time, because now you don't have to retrain every single person. You just, there it is. It's set. It's perfect. It's my mom can do it. Here you, here you go. So Tyler yeah. said, as far as people that could do more, but they aren't sure how they can, and then he negated his question. It may not even be a good question, but um, <laughs> not sure what Tyler wanted me to say. But um, looking at it, because if you look at it, I don't know what they can do. So here, here's his follow-up because he knew I was going to clown him. But maybe when they think they're doing a lot, but they're not even scratching the surface. So if you have all these videos to go in and say, this is your job description, and this is what you're supposed to do, and then you can go back and go, you've already seen all the videos. You know you're supposed to be doing this, this, and this. And then that would help you hold them accountable that goes through. So I have a friend who has a virtual assistant company. And we've been talking, and he's like, okay, what do you need people to do? And I'm like, there's so much stuff. And then I sit down and start writing it out. And as I start writing out what I want other people to do, I'm like, I might as well just do it myself because I've got to take the time to write it out. And then I'm like, no. And then he sent me a link to his website. And I'm like, I went in and started typing all the stuff into the website to go, this is what I'm looking for. But I now know I need a video that can, I've done like three Zooms with virtual assistant companies over this week. And it's like, I'm like, okay, I need to get somebody to do this. But I also have to say, I need to lay it out enough that they could. Please see Lauren in finance. Yeah. Lauren, see Lauren in finance, please. And, uh, <laughs> you guys don't have to see Lauren in finance. I'll go ahead and meet her. <laughs> so. um, and yeah, and I think one of the mistakes that I made early on was being like, oh, I'm bringing in a graphic designer. Go, hey, make this thing for me. And they were like, okay. And then like, I would get three, four iterations back. I'm like, this is garbage. Like these people, I kept thinking the people I was hire that I were I was hiring were not were the problem, and I was like, oh, oh, I need like a legitimate creative brief for the brands that they're going to work for. I need to have a like a, a database of all the previous work that we've done with these like for this company, so they can just come into a drag and drop templated thing. And whether it's admin or whether it's creative or whether it's running campaigns in marketing, it doesn't really matter um, if you don't provide the guidelines in the way that they're going to need them, it's going to feel like it's way more work bringing these people on than it's worth. And it's going to be true. Yeah. A hundred percent. Very good point. And, you know, to your point though, too, when you said you're a shitty manager and all of that, it, when you're not giving direction and people really don't know what you want, then they're producing what they think is going to be okay. And then, it is garbage because you haven't been able to communicate what you want. It's, it all works. It's yeah. good that you recognize that and you're, you're, you've changed it. Yeah. And the subjective nature of understanding and how a task works is different. Like somebody could be experienced in doing a task, but they did it for someone else. So this is what they know of it. And you're like, no, that's not like even running ad campaigns. Like there's a, a bunch of different strategies for running Google ads. I have the one that I like because it makes my customers money. So like if I have a media buyer coming in, it's like, these are the infrastructures that we're playing within. If you want to take 10% of the budget and do something crazy with it, fine. But like the understanding of like, 
marketing strategy, that's super open-ended and super subjective. Mm -hmm. So like not having anything documented on that front could be like really big train wreck because that's customer facing and performance, you know, performance reviewed. So right. it's like that, that's got to work versus someone who's managing an inbox and, and managing my calendar. That can be a little bit more simple. But again, the subjective nature about how an expense should be classified. They might have done it for someone else who put their expenses in a different classification and all of a sudden they're all filed incorrectly. Well, you know, that's not nice. Either. Exactly. So that's all in the training video for your previous housekeeper who is now your, that's amazing. That's a great story. Yeah. I mean, it's that really cool. is cool. I love that. That's yeah. awesome. So thank you very much, Mike. Appreciate your time. I'm going to give you back the rest of your day. So you can go off and do what you do. Um, immense value, immense value. And I'm so awesome. glad your person reached out, your housekeeper slash operations manager. <laughs> I just think, Debbie, I agree with you. That story of <laughs> how good. do you do that? And then I challenge everybody to stop and look and say, could you in your business do that? Could you have your structure so built that somebody, all they need to do was time with you to earn the right to go through those gates to get to the point of running everything for you. Because if it's not so that easy, even a caveman can do it. No, or I Mike's don't. mom. No. <laughs> <laughs> now the so only caution, the only caution of your mom. What's that? Can we send our procedures to your mom too? Is that something? Yeah, is that the deal? <laughs> yeah. If you if you if you pay her, she'll do it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. hundred percent. Perfect. Okay, great. So anybody else, I'm going to go put the banner back up on the screen. I suggest you all jump over, say thanks Thank for, for Mike coming through and doing this. But um, also understand, guys, that the value that was dropped today was absolutely priceless because it could legit, as he's living, give you your freedom without impacting the business. And that right there will change everything. Thank you very much, Mike, Michael, Debbie, was wondering, Brian, that was out too. All the people out in the comment land, like Tyler, Mark, Amy Lee, all of you. Um, have a great one rest of your day. And everybody else, go out and sell something. Yes, sir.